talking about building hot rods here. I'm not talking about sugarcoating. We're talking about everything. Knuckle busting. The rust in your fucking eyes. We're talking about building fucking hot rods. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of It's All About the Bill podcast. You got me, Elliot Slack, and as always, it's me, Randy, you guys. Randy Bunting, for all those that didn't catch the last name. (laughs) Bunting, like bunting a baseball. Like bunting a baseball. For tax purposes, it's bunting. (laughs) (laughs) So, today, let let me get my info up here. So... Today we have a good episode. I've been actually excited to do this episode. We just haven't gotten to it yet. And I'm excited about all the fucking episodes, I guess, because that's what I always say. But this one specifically, I, it's going to be a fun topic. We're going to talk about the uh, impact on the custom car building and classic car restoration world and people's perspectives on it due to the... Through television. Through television. So... We're going to dive into a whole bunch of car shows today, and we're going to discuss them. Some we'll go in depth on, some we won't. Some we like, some we don't, but we're going to try to touch on quite a bit of them here real quick. But we're going to go into detail on um, what the problems are with these shows as that we see uh, being part of the industry and what kind of effect we're seeing on it. And also, by the end of this shit, we're going to dive into the what we actually think is good about them and what is uh, what we think is honest about the TV shows. And also, we're going to discuss a little bit on where we're hoping the car shows end up or try to, like, push. The future of car the shows. The future is YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't believe me, just ask Bad Chad and uh, what is it, Ian Ian LaSalle? Is that his name? Uh, I think it's LaSalle. Russell, Ian Russell. He's a full custom garage guy. Oh, uh, yeah. The bald guy. Okay. Out in, uh, out in the desert. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like his show. He's on YouTube now? Yeah, they're all. Okay. Rust Valley Restores are on YouTube now. They just started. Um, bad well, Chad I mean, <laughs> is on YouTube. You just you're, they really don't need the TV producers for <laughs> right. Well, I mean, no, they don't. Look what we're doing every Friday on fucking Facebook. Yeah, you know. Um, if you don't know, check us out on Facebook every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, somewhere in there, and we feel like doing a video. Yeah, it's at some point in the in the weekend uh, when we're done timeline. working, when we got time to do it or whatever. Yeah. But we uh, update the world on what the fuck we just did all week and update on the projects and stuff like that. So anyways, before we get into this, of course, as always, this one goes out to you guys. Um, I hope you caught the last uh, last week's episode. I hope you guys are uh, excited about the 2024 season of It's All About the Build. Life. Life. <laughs> we got a lot of cool shit going on. Um we just dove into some chaos today. Uh, uh, later on, we, we'll probably talk a little bit about it, maybe. But um, just know the big things are happening coming up soon. And check us out on all social media outlets, you know. 
And before further ado, this one goes out to all of our listeners, all of all our followers, all of our family that studies behind us and tells us to fucking keep going. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Love you guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, we're going to start off with everybody's, like, but I remember, like, the the big the big show was, right off the bat, was overhauling. I think that's the show I watched the most as a kid. Yeah. Or I guess as a young, not yet. A young lad. Young lad. A young laddie. A young laddie. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> um, we, uh, I, I feel like overhauling was it. And also the weekend warrior stuff, like Saturdays and Sundays. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I feel like those... Power Nation, or... Uh, was it, yeah, power, power, it Nation, was power Block. Power Block. It was Power Block back in the day, and like trucks and shit like that. Yeah, now it's like Truck You and All Girls Garage. Yeah. And and uh, it's all based out of... Na- a lot of it's based out of Nashville. So when I was down there living with the wife... All that shit was going on right in our backyard. No shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, so a guy that I actually worked for, um, why he continues to get on those shows, I have no idea because I quit that job. Um, I actually told the guy to shut the fuck up, and uh, he didn't know what he was talking about. Guess what? Later on in the day, he told me to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, no. He didn't have balls to tell me to leave. He said... You know, we're it's coming up on Christmas Christmas holiday. Why don't you uh why don't you you know, pack your stuff? That way it's not here in the shop and then I'll get a hold of you after the holidays. And I never heard from him again. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Anytime you insult a man in his own house it it has bad juju. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um yeah, so that was all <laughs> that's all based down in the backyard of a Nashville area, which is crazy. They actually are always looking for, um, when I was down there, I actually, this is a side note to the fucking show. Um, I actually applied for a couple of, um, possible shows in that, for that company. Um, Okay. Every once in a while would come across my phone and, and resumes and shit like that. Um, they were looking for, TV personalities for uh, building car shows or whatever. And, was, uh, and how, when or why did they not hire you? Um, I don't know. I guess <laughs> I I don't. I have no idea. They didn't have the probably because yeah. I swear. <laughs> yeah, but you you. I think you could turn it off though. I think you, if it if it came down to it, you, you could. Re- I because you you are like for the people who don't know Elliot. Like, if you watch any show and you think, oh, that person has a big personality. No, no, they don't. Because Elliot is, like, on another level. (laughs) (laughs) On a day-to-day basis. (laughs) Daily. (laughs) On a daily basis. This comes natural. (laughs) The yell obscenities across the shop. (laughs) Fucking get my ass crack out in the open. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody would be stupid not to hire Elliot as as a 
as a TV personality. Well, we're a one-two punch, you know. You said it. You said it the best when we first started hanging out. We were at a bar drinking beer, and I was just doing my thing. And Randy looks at me and he says, "You know." You say everything that I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's that's how that's how IBF Hot started. <laughs> Anyways, back on topic. So overhauling. Tell me a little bit what do you think about overhauling? As far as shows go, like well, this this whole little intro thing we're doing here or first topic shit, we're gonna talk a little bit about pros and cons of the show you know obviously is chip fuse chip fuse was is is you know one of the greatest in my opinion one of the greatest uh hot rod builders Mm -hmm. of our time that being said it was still a tv show and it still needed to have uh drama right well i mean they did a good they did a good job at it, but they, it was it was that was for entertainment purposes. It was yeah, it was just for it was just that um, that he got to build. Uh, he ha- he got to do his vision on you know some of the cars and stuff like well every car yeah um, you know it was a it was a I, th- I think a good um, it was a very good idea of the time. I liked how they stole the car, whatever. You yeah, know. that was a good that was good TV. Yeah, definitely good, entertainment. Yeah, definitely good TV. Um, but if you're looking for, like, I'd have to say the one thing that every single one of these fucking shows that we're going to talk about has in common is they don't go into enough detail. No, they do not. It's, it's uh, I mean, how long was the overhaul in, like, half an hour? Yeah, half an hour, an hour. After the commercials, really. What was like it? 45 minutes. 25 wasn't, minutes. Wasn't it an hour show? 20 minutes. I don't remember. But, um... Yeah, it was not enough. That's not enough time to go through a whole complete build. Yeah, I just, I don't, I just, I don't see that happening. Um, well, they did it in seven days. Now, granted, like, well, I guess we'll com- we'll do oh, overhauling. That's right. It was seven days. We'll do yeah. overhauling. We'll put overhauling and fast and loud together because fast and loud was always doing it in like thirty days. Now, fast and loud, everybody out there is going to be like, I fucking hate. Richard Rawlings, because he's, I don't like him. He's an asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole. Well, me too. (laughs) (laughs) But, so, anybody who has any sort of negative feelings towards Richard Rawlings, and they haven't read his book, I'm asking you now to read his book. And I know probably, you know, 75% of society doesn't read so get audible and listen to the fucking thing. You have to hear what he did to create what he did. It's fucking amazing. We'll probably, you know what? We'll probably do an episode just on this and just on Bad Chad. Like, because Richard Rawlings, if you ever read his book, if you haven't, I'll just fucking, we'll just do a whole fucking like autobiography of that son of a bitch. And the way that he went about it and created that show was genius. He knew what he was doing and created the persona and it has created him, gave him fucking everything. Um, it's amazing. For those of you who don't know, uh, he won the Cannonball Run twice. And he actually uh, beat the record Cannonball in a fucking uh, Tahoe, Chevy fucking Tahoe. 
<laughs> and he turned around and he did it again. And he was running out of gas towards the end of one of them. And he called, you know who? The fucking bearded wonder on that show. That Aaron guy. Yeah. Aaron he came me. out and fucking met him like 45, 55 miles out. And gave him a fucking tank, like a five-gallon tank of gas. <laughs> filled yeah. up his shit and fucking just for him to finish it. <laughs> but yeah, it goes into all sorts of stuff. Um, anyways, back to the seven-day thing. Like over... Uh, Fast and loud, the way that he did it, he he promised Discovery 30 days. 30 days, I could see it being done, I guess. But they were working 20-hour days, 22-hour days. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a reason Aaron left that fucking show. Um, the it stress was level was out of un, this world. Un, unrealistic expectations. Yeah. From, from, a, from a human being. Yeah. With families. Right. And I'm not dissing any of their cars or anything, but I can't imagine if you're building something that fucking quick. Even, you know, I hate to say it, even with the Chip Foo shit, like, well, that, you that, could have the best fucking builders and best engineers in the world. And I mean, well, on. they had that, they had that, uh, rap sheet with, uh, with Overholland, I think, and they also did that with, um, uh, Pit My Ride. Yeah, Pit I My mean, Ride. I mean, Pit My Ride was did a fucking <laughs> couple of days. Pit My Ride was, was not as, as, uh, good of a quality, obviously, but it was still, it was still that, um, not nice of a build because of how quick they did it. You know what's crazy? Side note on Pimp My Ride. One time I was watching it because I fucking watched the shit out of that back in the day. It was oh, like yeah. the only fucking reason it, it to turn was, MTV on for yeah, fuck's I mean, sake. For me, outside it, of Beavis and Butthead, right? Back it was in the like 90s. The, it was like one of the only like entertaining shows in my opinion, other than uh, I, I don't even. I mean, overhauling or monster, yeah. monster garage, but that, you know, that, those were the shows back in the day that I, I grew up with. Yeah. Well, I mean, you had the motorcycle shows that were kind of cool. Oh, I, I love the motorcycle. They're my favorite kind of, and then it went like, shows. let's see how pissed off we can make Paul senior. <laughs> <laughs> like, can we see this guy have a heart attack uh, real, on that, television? You know, you know what? That just, that put, um, reminded me, it just kind of put an image in my head of like Bam Margera and, and, uh, and his whole shenanigans. Oh my God. <laughs> All I remember of Bam Margera is like him, <laughs> he like painted, every every fucking jackass. He was putting dildos in his ass. Yeah, it's like and, what's going on here? Like and, uh, they got all these people doing stunts, and he's sticking a dildo in his butthole. I remember, <laughs> I remember him uh, like painting his parents' kitchen blue, yeah, like the whole thing blue. It's, <laughs> I just, that was like that was peak comedy when i was growing up in my in my yeah. opinion because that was just it was just well you're talking about the show i was talking about the fucking movies oh no i was talking not jackass i was talking about the shows his oh, okay. his uh i don't remember what it's called but he he had well, his he own show Pen- he was living in pennsylvania or yeah he was from like reading area yeah right um uh ryan dunn actually i i remember passing the his accident um location where he passed away a few times i used to drive by there all the time um because i i like I said, I used to watch his shows, and it was yeah. just kind of like that was that was like my first uh, celebrity, like like one of my the my first like I, I guess you would say uh, I, I don't know like that was one of my first experiences with a celebrity that I followed passing away. I okay, guess I got you. So that was it was kind of weird. Anyway, God, sorry, we'll, we'll move on from that, but. um yeah, just put my just put that image in my head like of the, of the when you said 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 that about the 
like the blue kitchen and and uh, Baymar and Jerry. That was that was a funny. That was a funny show. It was just hilarious. But anyway, um, a good show. Anyways, back to fucking hot rod building shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know the that overhauling was a great fucking show. Like it 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 meant well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it was a good it was there's good stories behind good it. Stories, it meant uh, well. the, the 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 people who um they built the cars for, they always had good stories for them. Yeah, it's kind of like um don't even have it on our list, but um garage garage squad. Yeah. Like literally squad, that's yep. that's mm-hmm. what I was doing when we first when Melanie and I first moved up here and like I didn't have a shop, we was living in a fucking apartment. And I just had tools in a storage fucking unit, and I'd go to people's garages and help them finish their their cars. I wasn't doing it in a fucking weekend with six fucking guys <laughs> and some broad talking into the television. You're just doing it all by yourself. Yeah, I was just fucking hang. Yeah, and usually there was a dog involved, <laughs> or two. Usually there was a couple of dogs on the farm, and I was you know coming to investigate. <laughs> But that's those are good. That they were doing it right. Like the whole reason, like we, the whole reason we wanted to start doing this was to help people. Well, just to help people out. Yeah. yeah. Was to fucking help people get their shit done, you know. And that was that's what that was all about. Um, you know, yeah, obviously, I, I don't I don't know if there was any behind the scenes kind of like. I don't know how they did their, their uh, like they. Their pranks. Like, well, no, I'm I'm saying like I don't know how people paid for, like how did they get paid for that? Oh, okay, you know gotcha. what I mean. Like, did the did the owner's wife like have to pay for you know for everything, or was it like was it like donated or something? Donated. I don't know how that actually worked. Yeah, because everything that I've heard through like following Bad Chad and and the other guys, I think Rust Valley and shit, like they didn't make money. Yeah, like they were on the fucking show not to make money like you know that was like um what the hell was the what's the phantom works phantom works that guy if you get on fucking youtube you can find out the demise of the phantom works and he was saying like he came out and he he laid the record straight i actually watched the first couple of minutes of the of his 14 15 minute spiel about what happened. Right. And I just got, you know, I fell asleep or whatever fuck happened. Um, didn't finish it. That's all I know. But he was saying that people, because they were on TV, all the mechanics thought they should be making 75 fucking dollars an hour. Right. They all thought they should be making mad cash because they're on TV. But that's that's the kicker. You're on fucking TV. That's it. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> like, you're on television. That's you're, all you got. You're a celebrity. Like, <laughs> promote yourself. And you should be able to do just fine, right? It doesn't make any sense as to it wasn't a it, even though you're on TV and you're getting filmed, it wasn't a handout for for a right. bunch of money. Yeah, and I, I'm sure that's probably it's how it works in the in the in that kind of business. Yeah, and that's the same thing with like Bad Chad. They talked about um, they literally so Bad Chad didn't want he wanted more teaching. He wanted more. He wanted more of what he was doing to be shown. In detail. The detail. Yeah, and it was. They turned it into like 
you know the first uh, the first season or whatever his fucking son was there and it was they really focused in on him and his son's um back and forth you know i don't know if you've seen that i've never seen a show okay i've only seen him on youtube right well we'll get into this on a whole other fucking whole other podcast episode because in my opinion which means i guess i have to find his old show <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but it's um actually you can find his whole show i think everything on youtube all of his old shit on what was YouTube. it called uh bad chad it was just bad chad i'm almost 100 percent certain it was just bad chad okay um so he was able to use that name on his youtube without well i think i'm sure there was something inside the the realm of all that shit where he was like this is me Right, right. You know, I guess, I guess if they worked it out that way in the contract or whatever. Right. That's like Rob Deerdick. Um, I literally just watched something on him um, where he owned all the rights to everything in his fantasy factory and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he basically, he had everything like, not saying Pepsi can, but he had things in his show promoting his own brands. And there was nothing that MTV could do about it, so he just created one big marketing scheme for himself. Genius. And it was all in, the, yeah, genius. And if he if he created, if MTV or him got something because of the show, they split it fifty fifty. But being fifty fifty with that stuff, they each one of them could say no, we're not going to have it. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. but they had no clause in there that said that they could tell Rob Deerdick whatever he has already, they can't put in his show. Right. So he just fucking, like, if you watch those, everything that he's wearing is his own brands or, you know. Right, right, right. So. Hmm. So I'm assuming Bad Chad's the same way. Yeah. But anyways, back to the fucking topic at hand. <laughs> um, I hope you guys like our little off-kilter off, off tangents every once in a while. <laughs> but, you know, that... That uh, what were we just talking about the uh, Phantom Works about them insisting that they have a bunch of fucking money to be on the show? You know that was part of it. Now Phantom Works, as far as the show goes, um, there wasn't a whole hell of a lot that I watched that fucking show and was like, yeah, that I I need to remember how to do that. Yeah, no, no, they, they didn't. They didn't really get. They did some stuff in detail, but not some stuff. Yeah, but none of it was like, "Wow, that looks amazing." No, no, not like, not like, uh, like shit like "Bitch and Piston Rides" or "Texas Metal" or yeah. something like that. It was just a basic run uh, of them. I mean, they did some some custom work, but like you said, nothing, nothing. Other they were like, specific restoration, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they were restoration and how how good your brakes work. <laughs> Three. Two, one, fucking lock them up. <laughs> Do you know that you can literally just lay into the brakes and feel like in a left-ass cheek or a right-ass cheek if it's pulling to the left or the right in the back? This has got to be at least a third time we brought it up in our podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's like, get the, like, come on, man. I'm not dissing you or anything, but what? The, I mean, that had to have been for the fucking show. It had to have been. Like, why in the fuck would you just bald spot every fucking tire you got? <laughs> you know, I guess if you ain't paying for it, you ain't paying for it. Whatever. The only good thing I liked about that show, the one positive that I fucking loved about that show was the 
the day counter down in the corner. Oh, actually, yeah, that actually that's one of my favorite things about that show, which was had nothing to do with the show, really. But yeah, uh, but yeah I, I did like that because not a lot of shows do that. None, and, um, zero. That was the only one that you could actually tell. Oh, it takes this long. Yes. Well, it's funny because the it's down there in the bottom, and they they talk about doing something, and they come back from break, and they went from like day twelve, and now they're up to fucking day forty five. Right. Yeah. And it's like, do you see that? We went to commercial, and we learned about fucking Oreos, and now we're at day forty five. So that just goes to show you what the fuck happened between point A to point B. Now. Maybe they didn't work on it for 45 days because they had 85 fucking cars in the shop. Yeah. Um, and I know usually they have at least two two cars during during the episode that they're working on. At least two cars. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, and who the hell knows if even that day count was even correct. Right. Like. It was, I mean, at least seemed like it was. It seemed like it was, but... I mean, yeah, who knows if it was, but at least they kept track of one. At least they were like, we're on day 412. Right. That's fucking reality, people. That's a year and a fucking whatever. Yeah, it's fucking reality. Yeah. But, anyways, moving on from fan of work. We, uh, I guess... You know, the overhauling was was where it was at. Monster Garage was where it was at. Pip My Ride came in, you know, Fast and Loud was starting to show up and starting to make a little bit of fucking noise. Like, when Fast and Loud showed up, it was, it like fucking blew up. Like, right off the bat. But the crazy thing was, you know that he was actually promoting Gas Monkey Garage before he was even building cars. I did know that, yep. Yeah, he fucking did it right. He promoted the shit out of it and had a massive truck and a trailer and went to the, all the car shows and was like, this is me, I'm fucking loud, and this is what's going on. So the promotion was there before the show even was like a thing. Like the garage was even fire on all cylinders type of deal. Yeah. Which was just fucking awesome. But then we had like Wheeler Dealers... I don't know if you've dealt with Wheeler Dealers. I've only seen. I never saw them up until. I haven't seen them up until like maybe like a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. I've, I've come across them on YouTube. I never actually watched their their show before. When I, never, I was, I know it's an older show. I just never seen it. When I was in college, I would go to fucking class because I had night class, and I would come home, and uh, well, I'd, we'd rush to the bar because it was one forty. Last call was two o'clock. We'd fucking rush, rush to the bar after that, and we'd all buy pitchers and drink and shoot pole for twenty five minutes until they kicked <laughs> us out. And we'd slam pitchers, and we'd fucking stop at sheets and go to the house. Anyways, um, literally, my life was fucking nothing but vehicle, nothing but cars. And I would watch Wheeler Dealers all the fucking time because that show, as far as shows go, they did a lot of almost like how to Mm -hmm. um and that big tall son of a bitch yeah from what i saw they they really did uh in-depth um uh, how to's yeah yep and it was it was great because i was learning about cars and watching that all at the same time so it was just i was just a sponge and it was the perfect fucking time to be watching that show because it I was getting all this knowledge shoved down my fucking throat from college and, and all the fucking classes and all the fucking, uh, what do you want to call it, lectures. 
you know, and I really dove into that. It was really, really cool. Now, they got they got rid of the guy, um, which, ironically, on YouTube, you can find the video of that big tall bastard who was the mechanic. Can't remember yeah. what his name is. I don't know his name, but I know what you're talking about. But he came out and said why he had left the show, and it was because they were getting away from that idea of teaching. Right. And he was like, fuck that. I'm out. So that's when this other dude came into play. Um, but yeah, the Wheeler Dealers was the shit. They were doing it right, in my opinion. Um, at least back in the day. Like I said, that one dude left because of, of everything going on. Um, so as far as like learning goes, if you go, if you don't know what Wheeler Dealer is, they basically flip cars. You know, is what they were doing. They were buying cars, and then they were fixing them and then selling them. But they don't do just uh, classics. Like just classics. They, they, they do... actually did a whole series. One series was nothing but cla- American classics when they brought the show to America. Right, right, right. But this is this was foreign shit. They're doing left hand drive or right hand drive shit. Yeah. Didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no that's fine. Going back to like stuff you kind of grew up with yeah monster garage was a big one uh that was one of my favorite shows uh, it didn't even make sense what this fuck you were doing after no that. it was just that was just you know fucking i mean it was engineering on a fly yeah yeah definitely because cool they had they had seven days to do that one okay then i'm pretty sure it was like seven days to do that yeah um and then they had to perform their whatever their gig was for the for the end result yeah but um i'd have to say that like, i did like though that they get they won like uh snap on toolboxes and, and shit like that oh damn i forgot all about that yeah right they like a twenty five thousand dollar fucking f- <laughs> fucking piece of metal on wheels without an engine you shitting yeah. me <laughs> i thought that was pretty cool for a tv show like that they just they, they did yeah. that every, every you know every show for the winter mm-hmm. that was pretty cool but uh, I, I did enjoy some of the creations. Some of them were kind of like, kind of like, what the hell is this? But but some of them were pretty fun to watch. Yeah. I know um, nowadays, if you're comparing something similar to that, they, the most recent fucking show I can think of that's on like actual TV was the Hot Wheels Builder fucking oh, show. It's nothing compared to that. Yeah. But I'm just saying the the monstrosities that they fucking create. Yeah, I mean... I, it is it is kind of cool that they get to do that kind of stuff, and it's more like, I guess it's more like mainstream in a way. Oh my god, yeah, it's fucking it. It is bad <laughs> to put it lightly. Like, yeah, I mean, it, ain't nobody come rolling in here and saying I, my dream car is a fucking Chevy Capri. Yeah, no, no. And ow, you're gonna ow. make it look like a shark or whatever the fuck happened. No, on that it's, episode. A, it's a it's a cool idea, yeah. but poorly executed. Poorly. And the poor son of a bitch from Top Gear's on there, the American Top Gear. Oh, uh, Rutledge, Rut, Rutledge, which, uh, which I have to say that I fucking I don't like it. Never was a fan of Top Gear. Never will be a fan of Top Gear. Just not. What? I'm just not, man. I'm just not. I mean, the the American version was kind of like, eh. But the dude, like the foreign one, it's it's fucking hilarious, dude. But I can't. I just couldn't do it. Like. You, you just don't like foreign accents. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got nothing to do with it. It's the fact that they're fucking ass clowns. It's like a, 
Okay, they're not ass clowns. They're just, I just, they're person. I just, I just, I'm a bad. If you don't like, if you didn't like Top Gear, I'm, I told you you got to, I told you you have to watch their, their new Grand Tour. That's what you say. You tell me about watching all this shit on YouTube and then I fucking come home and I don't, I don't. <laughs> I don't watch any of it. I just know how things work around here. Well, I mean, I come out, we fuck it, you know. There's, it's always something constant. There's always something constantly with IBF hot rods that needs to be yeah, addressed I, well, or looked I, at or whatever. I, I hear you, but that's that's. I've been watching the, uh, the Grand Tour uh, recently. The last I've been watching, I'm on the uh, second season, but um, it is hilarious. I just, I just, I just don't understand how they get away with some of the shit. That that's why I, that's why I think it's funny. It's just how do they get it. How are they able to like rent a crane barge in the yeah. middle in the middle of the Caribbean and act like they're gonna put down some some bare metal vehicles in the in the coral reef and thinking they're gonna and I, I just don't understand how and they get the the shit they get to do I I like as a as a as a car guy and as a as a you know somewhat a professional like i envy their work schedule like <laughs> they they get to just drive all these cool cars i mean obviously they're not doing like class i mean sometimes they do some classics here and there but especially with the grand tour they do a lot of you know super supercars and stuff like that but you know i understand that that's not your cup of tea but it's just like they get to do all this cool stuff and get filmed doing it and they just they're, th- they're three buddies they've been buddies since since you know the like you said the seventies when they Top Gear started coming out. I think it was seventy seven or something. Pretty sure. just red. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we'll just say almost nineteen eighty. So they've been yeah. they, they've been buddies since like the eighty since the eighties. Right. Uh, being car journalists, and they get to just race these cars around, throw these all these cars sideways, and and just it's, it's almost like. Uh, the YouTubers nowadays, like whistling diesel and all that kind of yeah. shit, like they just they just those crazy bastards just blow shit up. They all just the time. ruin they they you know they ruin cars for fun in a way. Nineteen seventy seven. Seventy seven. Okay. In the UK was when that started. Um, it's not like whistling diesel where they're just ruining cars just to make just to ruin cars. Like yeah. I, I don't really agree with that too much, but um. They actually they 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 find these cars and they you know they do their like they go through their episode and they you know the cars get a little bit ruined here and there but but I just I just think it's the way they if their show is so clever I, their show is so clever the way they go about it and the way they go and they do their 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 script and everything they I mean obviously some of it's scripted but I just think it's a lot of fun to watch but anyway. Anyways, if you're not on YouTube, you won't know a fucking thing of what Randy just rambled on about. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Ah, oh, fuck. He tells me about it all the time. I have no fucking idea. But YouTube is where it's co- where it's going. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, the Grand Tour, that's on Amazon. That's Amazon Prime. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Amazon Prime. No, Whistling Diesel is on YouTube. Oh, my bad. Is on YouTube. YouTube. I don't really watch him because I just don't agree with the way he does things. But anyways, moving on to TV shows. Yeah, back to uh, so where so we got to talk about graveyard cars. 
which is See, the, the Mopar no no that's, card. That's going to be show. you, man, because I don't really know much about that show. So, um, them restoring these Mopars and shit is is pretty badass, in my opinion. Um, but I hate to say it, but I don't fucking care about Mopars. I don't fucking care about Fords. I don't fucking care about Chevys. I don't care about fucking Buicks. I don't care about fucking Plymouths. I don't care about fucking Pontiacs. I don't care about any of them. I just want to build fucking hot rods. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I don't care. I don't care. All the guy, everybody who's like Ford this, Ford that, whatever. Yeah, I like a little bit of everything. Right. But Indians are better than Harleys. Oh, <laughs> I said it. <laughs> That's like your opinion, man. <laughs> I just throwing it out there. You know? <laughs> We're gonna get into that episode. Just stay tuned. That's just like your opinion, man. We're gonna go to battle on that one. Yeah, okay, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that'll be a real fucking quick battle. What's the price tag? Oh, okay. That's not the only Sold. thing, man. We're, gonna, we're not even gonna get into that. Oh, for fuck's sake! It's not just about the price tag, dude. No, it's not. It's about the heated and cooled seats, and the power windscreen, and the fucking heated grips, and well, the powertrain. Can- and the price per fucking horsepower, the price per torque. And yeah, but there's other things that. involved other than that stuff. And it's the... F- We're not getting into We're it. We're not getting into that, ladies and gentlemen. For shit and fucks. Many no- <laughs> fucking ways. So, the graveyard cars, like, don't get me wrong. I don't know if they're supposed to be, like... I don't know if, like, the painter's supposed to be... Uh, seem like an... Uh, uh, I'm trying to turn off my cussing and swearing since you brought it up earlier, Randy, to see if I can do it. But, like, ass clown just continuously falls out of my no, mouth. I mean, you don't have a camera in your face, so it's 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 not, like, the same thing. Just a microphone. Just a microphone. <laughs> Which we're allowed to cuss and swear on this, so. Well, it's a microphone. I feel like it's just... This is for entertainment purposes. Fuck yeah. And informa- informative purposes. This is leisure. We're under leisure around here. Ain't that right, Laramie? Yeah. Anyways, what they're doing, I feel like it's a lot of knowledge if you're a Mopar freak. If you're a Mopar freak and you listen to, like, the fact that in 73, because, you know, everybody cares about 1973 Mopars, uh, that this 516th bolt was only in this fucking, uh, only in this piece of trash for six weeks and now it's a nine sixteenth, so you know it's a fucking whatever because it's a five sixteenth not a nine sixteenth bolt. Like nobody cares. I mean, okay, restoring cars like that, there's a time and a place for it. Um but there is no fucking way in hell me as a human being could do that every day of my life. Even even if you are restoring old cars every every day it still gets monotonous yeah i mean okay so the rare shit that you have to build one-offs like the fenders and shit like that um i feel like in this era in that era that mopar era that muscle car era they're able to get this shit the sheet metal anyways you know what i'm saying I don't feel like there's a lot of having to shape and form metal because, you know, there's not any of them left anymore. Right. Like the, what we're talking about is rarity is like, it's still a 70 charger, 
that the same fucking fender fits on that one as opposed to the last three years prior or whatever. You know what I mean? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. That's what I'm getting at Yeah, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like a 1940 fucking Hudson? swooping, yeah, whatever you want to call it. 50 Hudson? Swooping, swooping front fenders where you can't buy them anymore, so you right. got to make that shit. Right. That's what I'm talking Like That stuff's fun because you're still do- constantly doing it, but I don't, I'm not, I don't care about having to have a sticker somewhere. Right. That 57 Imperial that... I helped finish. I mean, that was pretty rare. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. But if that I was had, like that was like one of like there was 17, 1,750 or fifteen hundred seventy that were made. Yeah, of that specific crown two door. Like I, I don't think I've, I'll ever see one of this again. No, and then when I went down to Tennessee and I worked on that thirty seven, that was pretty fucking crazy, because that. That was one of only four known left in the catalog or whatever, the fucking thing that they knew of. I mean, that kind of shit I could see, like, you know, this sticker goes here and that's why. But Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, even even with Mopars, people are doing uh, custom rest of mods and shit because it's like, it's, it's, I, I know this kind of sounds weird, but nut and bolt restorations are kind of overdone. Well, I mean... At this point in time, everybody wants to drive them. Yeah. Like the day and age of putting, like, that's that's how I feel about it anyways. Like everything that we're building, people want to drive and they want to enjoy it. Um, don't get me wrong. The thing of it is these big collections that I've found myself into, like they want to fucking give you $15 an hour to work on this shit. It's like, why don't you sell 75 of these motherfuckers? I think fifteen bucks an hour to work on museum pieces is a fucking joke. Is a joke. Yeah, yeah. In a private collection, you want me to come to your house to work on your shit in a private collection, and you're you want to pay me dirt? That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. But that's that's what I was in. That's, yeah, that's where I was standing in. That's not, that's like, I mean, how much how much does a a person get? paid to touch up like Michelangelo's like <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean uh-huh. well you gotta remember what the hell we're doing for a living you know we're we're not just your average fucking dime a dozen down to the dealership mechanic I'm not saying anything bad about fucking mechanics doing their shit they make fucking world work man if it yeah, wasn't seriously. for cars I mean mm-hmm. fucking think yeah. about it but what we're doing is is a sought after you know, these older dudes that don't fucking feel like sharing any information that anybody asks a questions and they, they're like, you're an idiot. They're just figuring out how to work a keyboard. <laughs> and they're like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> function what? <laughs> yeah, function up your ass. But anyways, moving on from the graveyard cars. I wanted to get into bitching rides and... The Rust Valley restores and the Texas Metal and Iron Resurrections and stuff, and um, you know, we're gonna f- we're gonna cap it off with these this conversation about these these TV shows and the evolution of these TV shows. Um, the main thing here with these TV shows is they gradually got more into like storytelling. I guess does that make sense, Randy? 
Yeah, I could see like that. Like over the years, mm-hmm. it went more storytelling side of things and more into the characters. Like overhaul and stuff, like you had Chip Foose, but if you look at Chip Foose as a whole, he doesn't have a massive personality. He's like building. He, no, he's pretty, pretty timid guy, I think. Yeah. And the graveyard, or yeah, the Monster Garage. Monster Garage, I mean, Jesse James is a big personality. Yeah. Um, that he he made that show. Mm-hmm. He couldn't do that with anybody else, really. No. Um, but um, the did we even talk about counting cars? Not really. That was on you. That was on me. Yeah, that was on you because I never really <laughs> got into that one. Well, I mean, I like counting cars. It, it was. I think it was fun to watch. I mean, just I I think a lot of it was probably script. I mean, obviously scripted, but um, maybe some of it wasn't. I don't know. You know, but um. I think it was pretty cool to to watch them just kind of like drive around Vegas and just kind of, you know, quotation look for cars yeah. and like go up to people's, you know, I, I was all like, you know, it, this has to be staged because you, you really can't go up to people's houses and just walk into their garage or walk into their backyard without getting fucking without screamed, getting at. screamed or shot <laughs> at, you know, yeah. especially in Vegas. So, um, a lot of it had to be. I feel like it had to have been staged. Mm. A lot of it. So, um, but it was pretty cool to like as a TV show to you know he went around, drove around in his cool truck and and do what we do every day, driving around wherever we drive, is looking and you know we look at left or right and look at people's backyards and we see something cool back there and we're like well, I want to go talk to him about that and yeah, see, you know see how much he wants for it or whatever. A lot of the times they tell you to go you know pound sand, but. You know, I th- I feel like it was a pretty cool show to watch him, you know, get you know get to do that, just drive around and just find cool cars and build them. Uh, but that was, I mean, that was about it. Uh, I I've actually been to his uh, his little, um, um, I don't know what you call it shop. His little, well, I've been to a shop, but you can't see the actual shop part of it. They only have the where they only have the cars from the uh, episodes. Yeah. Staged the stage. He has like a like little museum kind of thing. He has whatever uh, that you can walk through and look at all the cars he's built. But uh, they, yeah, you can't you can't really go into the actual shop part of it where they're actually doing the work. Um, but uh, but no, that was pretty cool. I think me and the wife watched a couple of those, um, and I, we we weren't. Uh, Overly impressed with what the fuck was going on. No, I mean they're not doing like crazy. They're they're not doing crazy nice stuff. Yeah, they're doing they're doing like basic, basically nice stuff. I I, I think I think Danny, without knowing him personally, I th- from what I could see, he was like a uh, just like a cool guy that just wanted to build cool stuff. Well, he was a childhood star. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't he on like the fucking. The like they he calls it Counts Customs, yeah. Because he was well, he's in a band. He does a band. Yeah, well, wasn't he a childhood star on like? Wasn't he the fucking guy on the on the the monsters or whatever? Was he the kid or something like that? I don't I don't remember that. I thought he that was, would blow my mind if he was. I thought I thought that was we're, the whole we're fucking. Look this up I thought quick. that was the Just whole fucking bear, spiel. Bear with us. We're gonna look. Counts this up. Customs. Keep talking, Randy. <laughs> but uh, um. But the whole idea behind behind his old whole his whole theme, I I just love it. I love the rockabilly kind of thing. Right. He does have that persona of like the hot rod persona. Hot I rod guess. persona. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. 
Does he even cuff his fucking pants? Uh, I don't know. I didn't really pay attention to that. Right. I didn't know if he was if he was that diehard into it. But he was. Uh, um... His band is called uh, Count Seventy Seven. Okay. In Vegas. I feel like he was a good. I, from what I could tell, he seems like a good person. Like the way the way he talks about certain things. Um, I know, like he was a he was a a friend of uh, Burt Reynolds, huge huge friend of Burt Reynolds. So he was uh, says here that he hosted a series called Saturday Fright at the Movies in 1990 that gave him fame, and he started getting recognized by more and more people. He started appearing as the character Count Cool Rider. Okay. Danny's family wanted to try out new adv- new ventures when he was growing up, and they bought the Las Vegas TV channel, Channel 33. Consequently, he started appearing as a character called Count Cool Rider and hosted the series Saturday Fright at the movies in 1990. <laughs> okay. So that's, that's, I knew there was something with him being a kid. Being a kid and, and hitting shit up. So his kid, his parents bought a fucking TV channel <laughs> and was like, here you go. You're going to be a fucking star, boy. Wow. Wish my, my parents saw uh, <laughs> Fuck. My parents bought a fucking, my parents bought a TV channel in fucking central fucking Pennsylvania. I got a mini bike one time. Jesus. That was fun. That's all I needed. I that, Yeah. When I was 14, stealing the parents' car, I needed a fucking TV crew in the background watching me drive the fuck around <laughs> Hell, you, through we, baseball fields and shit. You might have been on Jackass. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I was living Jackass. I didn't need no camera. Fuck. Pulled over. How old are you? How old are you, boy? Uh. 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 Ayo-yo. Fuck. We'll talk about that in another fucking episode. <laughs> so anyways it's adventures <laughs> yeah adventures of the fucking uh the cow culture of pennsylvania <laughs> fucking outnumbered a million to one so anyways down the counting cars fucking hole um we're getting back to bitching rides in the rust valley restores and shit so this is the new age stuff that if you have been living under a fucking hole or living under a stone or rock or under a fucking trailer, you're going to know what I mean by bitchin' rides. Hell, I knew what bitchin' rides was before. I, like, I've watched bitchin' rides for, I think, a, a year before I even knew, like, Ken Diggett was the name of the fucking chop. Right. You know? And it was like, oh, that's neat. Dave's last name's Kindigs, and <laughs> Kindigit is all together. Wow, that's nifty. Like, it just never registered. Yep, I'm right there with Maybe you. Maybe they just never fucking showed the, like, they showed the logo, I guess, but never the rest of it. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> but that show there, you know, as far as entertainment goes, that keeps me entertained from start to finish for the most part. Um, That's how I feel about that show. You know, and the fact that, you know, I worked with guys who, who work there now and stuff, you know, that's, I get to talk to him every once in a while and, and find out the behind the scenes and stuff, Yeah, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's funny because he's, from what I gather, they're, 
There's so much that they, they could be putting on TV that they don't that's just gold. <laughs> but, you know, I like the fact that they do dive into a little bit of, of custom cars and shit like that. But let's face it, the, the engineering and everything that they show that's happening, it don't fucking happen in seven seconds. No. And the custom bodywork and all that stuff, you know, if you take... If you take good notice to some of the stuff, they're they're doing custom work on 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 metal and stuff, and uh, their shirts change. So it must be another day. Yeah, right. So and these the, things uh, must happen longer than a day. And the projects in the background get uh, get different. And... I feel like if any show should have a a fucking date time frame on, that should be the show. Right. That should be the show. Yeah. I don't know why I don't know why they more shows don't do that. They're scared. Same way why more people don't show what they do. I mean, why not? Because the one thing about this fucking culture is you're everybody's doing it wrong. <laughs> everybody's doing it wrong. Why'd you use that product? You should be using this other product. That's not the way you do it. You know. That's how I feel. Probably you get more of that in any profession. I don't know though. I get maybe construction. As hardcore as what this is, but construction, like construction, like it. I don't know. Maybe it depends on the state, I guess. But like, yeah. But I mean, it, there are certain rules you have to follow in construction. Yeah, I mean, if it's it's you know this this framework has to be sixteen inches apart. Yeah. The way that this fucking window is supposed to be built, it's supposed to be framed in this way. Right. With car car building, it's kind of a, like a free for all. Yeah, um, there is no real guidelines for it. I guess that's why people get ripped the fuck off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because who's really who's really spending all that time to descale wire wire wheel brush, clean up the metal, do a chemical treatment on it, treat it, yeah, then seal it and everything, and then. Clean up the areas you're going to weld and weld through primer. You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck does? Who, who, like, there's only, I've worked for six, seven, eight different shops, and I can count on one finger how many fucking people did that. Right. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Which is just nuts. But I feel like Bitchin' Rides is, they're show, they don't show enough. Like, they of all fucking shows, I feel like Bitch and Rides needs to be like, look at this. We're using this product right here because yeah, this that, product like cleans a, this metal so well, yeah. or this metal is preserved so well. It could be a staple of like. Oh, what? for fuck's sake! I, I don't like, mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, it, it's like it could be a staple of like what what people should be looking looking for. That show has such a positive following. Such a a positive following. You know, I don't hear any negativity about that show whatsoever. None. But anyways, like, they have such a positive following that they they could set the they could set the bar because so many people know like when you're talking about car shows, like that's the show. Yeah. That's the show. Probably the most well known show today. Yeah, and they could they could change the entire perspective. They could ch- they could they could literally teach people how to do it right on that show, just by diving into it a little bit more. 
right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that would be fucking amazing because that's what it's all about, really. Like, yeah, it's entertainment purposes, but, you know, people watch that show and dream about what they fucking have in the backyard, you know. Yeah, but people also watch that show who actually are in the business. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they would like to know, you know, what, what product to use. Fuck yeah, because... Or, 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 the, or the processes, like what's, what's a better process... Well, the thing of it is, even the even the Saturday morning shows and the Sunday morning shows, they don't fucking say why. No, nobody says why. Nobody no, says why. None of these shows on this list say why. No, none of them show. None of them say why. The only motherfucker saying why is is fucking bad Chad, and everybody fucking talks shit about him. Right. Well, I mean, that's that's an extreme. It's like one extreme from from another. But I'm just saying. Oh, He's yeah. like, I use this because. Yeah. I do this because. Not fucking I'm getting promotion for it or, or whatever. No. You know, he's actually like, his whole idea behind it was is to show, to help. Which is the same concept as we have. We just haven't fucking grown big enough balls or had the time to fucking say this is why we're doing this. Well, we just don't have enough videos yet. Right, but I'm just saying. I've thought about it a million times. I just haven't done it yet. Because in the back of my mind, I know there's going to be some 75 fucking assholes that are like, you're doing it wrong. That ain't the way to do it. Well, I mean, I, I feel like the people who will follow that idea is going to be like, yeah, this works pretty well. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We're doing it for a reason. Not just fucking winging it here. <laughs> like this product does this, so why not just stick with that fucking product? You know, that's another. You know, whatever. Anyways, um, if you want to talk about, I guess we can run it. We can do the Rust Valley Restores real quick and the uh, Iron Resurrection. I feel like we need to end it with Texas Metal here, Randy. Oh yeah. So Iron Resurrection is. Dudes out of the Martin Brothers down in uh, Texas, they're good dudes in my opinion. It's a good, it's a pretty good show. What the hell's the, what's the Mexicans guy name that they're always throwing, uh, fucking firecrackers at? I don't. I, don't know. <laughs> I forget what the fuck his name is. I don't even know if he's on the show anymore, because like Shorty went and he's doing his own show now. The painter. Yeah, uh, that's um. Shorty's Creations or something like that. But Iron Resurrection, I feel like they do a pretty good job. Um, there's not a lot of um, there's not a lot of hows, who's, and whys in that. Yeah, it's just like, it's just... They're building shit. They're going through stuff. Yeah. But it's not a lot of... They're just doing shit and they're filming it and then... Yeah. There's not a lot of um, how-to, why-to, and how's, and, 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 and things of that nature. Um, not a lot of detail. Now they do get into some of his metal work and stuff, but they don't, they just show some highlights of him doing metal work, running plenishing hammers and shit like that, doing the English wheel. And like, I love that show. Don't get me wrong. I think they're building some cool shit. In all honesty, I like what they're doing. That's like wrenched. Didn't even, th- didn't even talk about wrench. They're actually right down. They're a couple hours from us South, right over the border of Indiana into whatever the fucking state is over there. Illinois. <laughs> Yeah, there's some, I like, I like, they got some good characters and shit, but that's just, it's all entertainment based. I wish, 
I don't know. Me personally, I guess, you know, if you don't know a lot of that stuff, I guess I guess the entertainment's what you're shooting for maybe. I don't know. I guess if you're if you're a car guy and don't really dabble into, you know, sheet metal or, or actual car building, mm-hmm. then yeah. Yeah, it's a good show for it's you. For entertainment purposes. Yeah, person. right. I think that's probably a reason why I don't watch a lot of the shows is because they don't go into detail. Because I like yeah. to see that kind of stuff. Fuck yeah. That's why I just kind of stick to YouTube because I find I, I find people who go into deep detail and actually I can actually learn something from them. Yeah. It's it's hard for it's hard for us to learn from a lot of these people that we've listed because they don't go into detail. They yeah. just. Well, what we're getting at is you can't fucking le- if if we can't learn anything, you ain't fucking learning anything. Right? Yeah. I mean, and and if you are learning something, it's probably wrong because it's not not the way it sh- it's it's a fucking fifth of what the fuck's supposed to be done. Yeah, tenth so, or fifteenth. So 15th? you're, you're kind of just piecing the uh, you know piecing it together. Yeah, and it, that doesn't teach you anything. No, and even the Saturday morning and Sunday morning shit like. There's some good shows that went into some detail, but then they cut out major fucking spots. Yeah, like, like major like, fucking things. Like power, power, power block back in the day. Power Nation. Now they they have those engine building shows and everything, mm-hmm. and they go into pretty decent detail. But I I feel like there's a lot that that they leave out, and there's a lot of shit that they skip over. Yeah, and that's the that's the shit you're supposed to hear. Yeah. So we're gonna fucking. Close these these TV shows out with um, the Texas Metal Show because I learned so much just by just wa- just watching that show, and I'm not talking about metal work or anything like that. I'm talking about fucking their suspension shit. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to frames learn, and stuff. Yeah, if you actually want to learn something, watch Texas Metal. A lot of people don't like that show because they're building big jacked up trucks and shit like that. Like, I've literally talked to random people at the bar. Um, like, I was talking to this guy one time, this old dude at the bar, and he asked me what I did for a living, and I fucking, I was sitting there with my wife, and I was like, yeah, we build fucking, we build hot rods, you know? And uh, he's like, oh, that's awesome. I watch, he, I watch these shows. He's like, my favorite show on TV's Phantom Works. And I was like, get <laughs> the, f-, you know, it's not. No, it's not. I said, dude. I said, I told, I, you know, just because I am who I am, I was like, no, no, it's, you know, <laughs> you should be watching uh, Texas Metal. And he's like, I don't like that show. And I was like, why? I said, as far as like learning shit, I said, dude, that show, did you, did you have you seen the welds on? Did you see the welds these yeah. guys are fucking yeah. laying down, man? <laughs> We paused that show. Fuck yeah, just to look at the welds, just man. Look at the welds. Holy shit. <laughs> and, um, He's like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not into those big trucks and stuff. Well, neither am I. I'm not like, yeah, there's a t- time and a place for him and shit. I'm not into everything he builds, but I'm into everything he's building. Everything being built, I'm into. Yeah. The fabrication skills and stuff that he's doing and, and him just throwing down four links and shit and building full blown frames and, and the way that he, he, the way he goes about it is, 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 is fucking awesome. Yeah. I can't get enough of it. And the crazy thing is, there isn't a lot of time about it. Like, I'm picking pieces that are just, like, I'm pausing shit and I'm looking. I'm like, see how they got, see how they got, they pulled the whole body out and, they, and, they, and they're and they running a, a string line to get, this is how low they want to get. Right. And they start building onto that, you mm-hmm. know, and it's fucking yep. just amazing. Um, And all the new cars and new trucks that they're doing, 
they're tearing it all down. Holy fuck, I'm putting it all back together and it doing, fucking works. They're doing what what uh, people do to old cars. They're doing it to new cars. Yeah. And they got no fucking, they're just like, here we go. Here we go. They don't even go into a lot of detail. I'm learning just by watching that show of what the fuck they're doing. Because they show a lot more than, than another show. If you're paying attention. If you're paying attention, yeah. If you're not paying attention, it just goes by. Like, all those other shows, shit just goes by. And I'll pause it and be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> the fuck is that? What's he doing right there? But that show, like, they're all those quick shots and everything. It's like, you know, I'm learning from that one. Um, just as a builder in general and fabricator. I'm not saying metal fabricator. I'm saying fucking structural fabricator. Right. You know, that's what I'm feeling on that shit, you know. and um, Yeah, like what, what are people doing as far as uh, building frames? Yeah. Like now nowadays, what are people what are people doing? Yeah. Yeah, like they're what, fucking like here. We need to build a fucking front front clip for this whole the whole thing. Right. And how are they engineering that? And how are they welding that together? How are they bracing everything? How are they gusseting everything? How are they, you know? Well, they were the guys that, um, you know, listening to Bill talk on one of the episodes. That's whatever I figured out. Like I spoke about this before. Um He's the guy who was like, you know, you can tell whenever it's just a, a just a dime a dozen lower and upper control arms and everything. Whenever the you drop the son of a bitch and, and the top of the tires come way in. Right. He's like, we make sure when it drops, if it's coming in, it's barely coming in at all. Yeah. They're, they're fabricating it to, to that shit, you know, and it was that's whenever I started paying attention to that shit. Anyways, heading on down the rabbit hole outside of these uh, outside of these TV shows, you know, we dabbled into the issues and things that we saw in these shows. Um, but the one thing like we were talking, they don't show time frames of anything. Like if they were really doing time frames of things like this fucking show, this hour long show today should be about fucking Swapping the engine. You know, I, th- I just We're rebuilding about, the rear end. I just thought about something. You know, it's probably very difficult for a, a TV crew or a producer to keep track of of all that because you know they're filming multiple projects mm-hmm. throughout the however long the process. Well, I was told that they got GoPros in every fucking corner of the shop, just recording constantly. Right, so, they, so they would have to like when they're editing that. They would literally have to like, okay, this, this came, this footage came from this day, mm-hmm. and they would literally have to like count all these, unless they had a software that would do that for them, I guess. But they would literally have to count all these days. Oh, they're saying that basically the 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 little interview process is like when they cut to the guy talking, like that's like after the build, and they're going back on it and they're. They're basically telling them what to say. You're That's right. scripted. Right. You know, there's obviously improv with it, but it's 100% scripted. And they have to actually, like, remember, try to remember what, you know, it has to be scripted because they, they can't remember what the fuck happened four months ago. Right. You know, like like I was saying, if they were going to do it right, this, this whole hour-long episode should be just nothing but pulling the engine. 
Next week is putting the engine the fuck in. And the following week is wiring shit up. And then the following week after that is continuing to wire. And then one more fucking week after that is finishing the fucking wiring yeah, job. How, how well do you hold, you know, a viewer's attention that, you know, for that? Well, if you want massive viewership, then you can't do it. But if you want, if you want some sort of, uh, if you're, you know, if you're trying to appeal to the masses, then that can't fucking work at all. But if you're not trying to appeal to the masses, Randy, then fucking, um, you know, that's when YouTube comes into play. That's what YouTube's all about, man, to, for them to have the ability to do what they want to do and show that stuff. Like, um, go back to Bad Chad. That guy, that guy does one hour every day. He gets in front of the camera and does it every day. And the crazy thing is, like, he talks through the whole thing. You know, they don't have the cuts. They don't have the interviews on the back end that they they cut and paste and make it sound like he, he says everything right. Like, imagine the skill that it takes to sit there and work and talk to the camera and keep people um, entertained at that magnitude, you know? Like, you were just talking about how could you keep somebody entertained? They would all have to be on the personality at that point in time. I mean, what the hell else could it be? Because, like I was saying, fucking bad Chad holds your attention on YouTube for a whole fucking hour. Whether you like them or whether you hate them, they're there listening, watching, and bitching. Well, Bad Chad, he definitely has a, a an old school approach to how he does things. Yeah, but you were saying about how um, how could you keep somebody's attention for that long? Well, personality, yeah. And 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 I was saying about Brad, Bad Chad actually like every every day, every fucking day, he goes for an hour, and he actually holds your attention for that whole hour. Yeah, I mean, whatever he's working on, he gets it done within the hour because he's just got to get it done. Because yeah, but he he's he's working and he's talking, like he doesn't stop talking. And but what he's talking about? Well, he's 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 uh, narrating what he's doing. Yeah, but it would take a certain type of individual to be able to do that. Back to if they were doing it the way that I would rather it be, where they're showing a lot of information. You're talking about full episodes, full series, full seasons, you know, 10 episodes on fucking body work. Yeah, I mean, it, that could get kind of kind of boring for the average viewer. Right. But that goes back to, like, just take two minutes out of, uh, out of the episode and be like, yeah, we, we put mud on the whole car to make it flat. And this is why we do it, because we want the perfect fucking, we want the perfect sheen. We want the perfect flat lines, you know, just a little explanation like that. Because so many people are like, oh, you know how many times I get on Facebook and everybody's like, oh, you can't, you're not, you're, you're putting way too much mud on that fucking car. You're not supposed to do it that way or whatever. Give me two minutes of you explaining why you're putting mud on this whole fucking car and why you put primer on the fucking paint. Or primer on the fucking metal before you started putting 
mud on the son of a bitch. Or why you use the steps that you did. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So, you know, the thing of it is, they make it they make it look so easy too. Yes, well. I mean that goes with like thirty seconds and the fucking thing's wired. I guess I guess not all the time, but but a lot of the time, yeah. Uh it seems that way. Yep. I mean there's just there's so much that's left out and when they leave all that out it looks like everybody and their brother can do it. But the thing of it is when they leave all this stuff out and somebody comes to our shop and says, Hey, can you do this? And it's oh, that shouldn't take you that long. Well, fucking go somewhere else. If you don't think it should take that long or you think it's taking too long or whatever, like, yeah, it's taking that long. Like, Jim Bob Jack Daniels down the fucking road, he can do it in half the time because he's not fucking treating the metal. Right. Or he's not uh, he's not tuning the fucking thing right. He's not putting the fucking test run miles on a son of a bitch. You know? They don't show any of that shit. They don't show when they're driving it down the road and the fucking wheel's starting to fucking loosen up. <laughs> and they got to stop and fucking tighten it up. <laughs> or, the, well, I mean, or it's coughing and choking and spitting and sputtering. Yeah, or, or like a, a coolant leak or something they got to fix. Or Yeah. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, things that are true about the show that I feel are are, are pretty consistent with reality tv and actual reality it's funny because a lot of times people bitch and complain about these shows when it comes to like them getting this only having so much time to do it or crunch time a car show's coming up or something i mean the whole seven days thing or 30 days thing that's a bit excessive but right but i'm talking about like crunch time like you're 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 building it up to the last couple days up to the up to the uh, reveal, reveal, or the car show, or yep. whatever's fucking happening. Like that happens. No matter how much people complain about that, like that's like the only part of reality that's, TV yeah, that it, is actual it, it reality. Really, it really does happen. I it happens all the time. Like very, very rarely does it not happen. Yeah, and <laughs> they don't show you the fact that, like, you know, a week before you got to fucking deliver something. Uh, Something fucking happens, and you yeah. gotta fix it. Yeah, like uh, chip a corner of the of the fender. Or something. Oh yeah, or, or, yeah, or uh, or scratch something up, and you got you gotta re you know re go through, rebuff it, re re detail it. Yep, or anything, anything, anything. yeah, anything. Uh, yeah, something starts leaking. Something starts leaking. The rear main seal starts leaking, or the fucking coolant like. The the elbow where the thermostat's at starts fucking leaking. Yeah, yeah. And you got to drain everything. <laughs> and you end up fucking spilling shit all down the engine bay. And it's stickier than hell everywhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> or, you're, or you've loaded the truck up on the fucking... You've loaded the truck up on the trailer. And you swing the door open. And it catches the little ball part of the door on the trailer and it just so it touches the fucking edge of the paint on the door yeah and it chips a dime-sized chip right off the son of a bitch <laughs> and you're like delivering the fucking thing right <laughs> that, yeah, that kind of shit that, that happens all the time yeah but like there's okay 
you think that the car is done and you're ready to deliver it, and then all of a sudden you're it's time to deliver it, and you're like, I need to buff this fucking thing. I need to hand polish this fucking thing. I need this. I need that. Well, this thing that was driving me crazy, I, I need to do it now. Or this thing's not fitting right, so we got to alter some shit. Or this trim can't go on now, so now we got to paint the whole entire fucking drip rail. Yeah, that. And you, a lot of times you had, you had like paint guys finishing up their, uh, their, their, the detail guys finishing up whatever. You got paint guys finishing up whatever. whatever. Then you got the mechanical guys trying to finish up whatever. So you got three or four guys working over each other trying to finish it, finish it up for the, for the reveal or for the, for the delivery. Yeah. Now, if you're delivering a car and you haven't test drove the son of a bitch and the mechanic's trying to fix it, guess what? Don't even bother fucking trying to finish it because it's coming back next fucking week. (laughs) There ain't no doubt about it. (laughs) Ask me how I know. Actually, don't ask me how I know. Ask every fucking shop I worked at how they fucking know. (laughs) Because that's the fucking one thing that they all have in common. Just give it to them. Get them out of my fucking hair. Well, yeah, that's what we want to do. We want to get them out of your hair for a week and a half. And then they come back pissed off beyond belief. Yeah, it's because you wouldn't fucking you weren't straight with them from day fucking one. Now there is one, there is one uh, place that I worked for that wasn't like that, and uh, he knows who the hell he is. He's the only son of a bitch I still talk to. So if you were my boss and I don't fucking still talk to you. I'm not talking about you. <laughs> Anywho, uh, <laughs> I feel like that crunch time shit is is on point, man. Like I, I feel like that that is totally on point. People complain about, it, but I don't give a fuck. It's 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 the way it is. Well, and, I mean, that really is the way it is. It, even if it is on a, car, uh, a TV show, it yeah. Is, that's the reality that they don't have to fucking, uh, they don't have to make an illusion of. Yeah, very rarely do we actually get something finished ahead of the schedule. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of this stuff don't have schedules because of that whole fucking reason. Right. Well, I mean, you get sometimes you get like, well, we're trying to make this car show or yep. trying to make this whatever, um, and and you, you know, that's when it ends up becoming crunch time. Like if you're building a Riddler car or building like. Battle of the Builder or something like if you're trying to make it out to SEMA, SEMA builds, that's a big one. Like you're it's comes it usually comes down to the wire. And, yep. Um but uh I mean you do all that for a reason because usually it's for the customer and for the client. So yep. when when the client first you you're doing that for that first reaction. Mm-hmm. And uh that that's another good um uh, another thing that's pretty that's pretty on point with uh TV shows is the is their reactions. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty incredible when you see a grown man cry over a fucking car, right? Or a truck or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's. But that's what it's. You know, the crazy thing is, it's all these hours and all this time and all these headaches and all these fucking knuckle busting sons of bitches and rust in your fucking eyes. <laughs> all that is for that moment when the owner sees it. And they're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, that, that's what. That's re- really why we do it. Yeah, I mean, I do it. The whole process is amazing, but the gratification I get when it's finished 
and the client is like, man, this is fucking amazing. I have one of one now. Right. Or if you restored it, you have one of 17,000 that was made. <laughs> or whatever. But that's, that is extremely accurate. And the one thing that I don't like um, in the car shows is like, they bring clients in when it's not even done yet so that they can have that reaction so that they can do the editing and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like sometimes when you're watching it, it's like, what the fuck? That interior panel ain't even in <laughs> or that interior ain't even done because they, you know, they're bringing them in and it's not done. No, well, they got their, uh, they got their, uh, Time frames and scripts to uh, finish the series. Yeah, finish the series up. Finish the season or whatever. But another one I think that is is on point is first starts. Oh, yeah. Um, That never never goes well. No, I can't say never. No, you're right. Sometimes you have some good fucking pop-offs. Sometimes our our most recent one was pretty, pretty good. Yeah. If, if you guys didn't catch that, you get on uh, Facebook and go scroll through the, the through the videos, and you'll you'll find one of the forty nine popping off for the first time. That's some bitch. It barely cranked, and it just fucking pow pow. Scared the shit out. It was awesome, man. I can feel those cars whisper. <laughs> 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 yeah, but yeah, the, the starting you're like, dude. So many times, whenever it's like you go to start it, and four guys are standing around it. So yeah, here we go. Nothing, not a <laughs> yeah. damn thing. Yeah, <laughs> not a click, not that's a tap, why, not a boom. Nothing. That's why we never, we never like the like the customers like the customer wants to hear it for the first time, right? Yeah, and I'm like, I I'm I right there with you. Like I I want to hear, I want you to hear it for the first time too. But you yeah. know what, like. This thing is not probably not going to pop off the way we want it to. If you come the whole way here, and then it takes me four days to figure out what the fuck just happened. (laughs) Because sometimes it takes days to figure out what just happened. Yeah. If it's electrical. Maybe electrical, something stupid. Yep. That you did. Yeah. You know, and it's just never, you just never know sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You're just better just waiting until you get it started and you know take a video just in case it pops off the first time which is what we did yeah but but <laughs> I, I don't know i just like 80 percent of the time is just you well just, it's nerve-wracking you know it, uh, yeah, a lot it of is. times you don't want the customer there because it's like i need to be able to think without having distraction like this is important shit. Yeah, especially if you're doing if you're especially if you're doing like a, a cam break in procedure, like you, you can't you can't be having your, your customer standing there while you're well you got shit going on and you're and you're Well even just jacking the car up or something like that or or you know. Yeah. It's like just it's just I don't need you here. Just let me do my job. Yeah, let me do what I do in this building by myself. <laughs> but you know, once once it go once that happens and we get the thing going, you come down and we get it started for you. And that's well, you know, yeah. I, it, it's better off for you to hear running for the first time rather than you it hear not it, you happening. hear it crank 
for the first time and then nothing. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to see that. <laughs> you don't want to see that. Because then you'll be like, "What am I? What the fuck am I paying money for? Why did I come here? What the fuck is going on? I ain't paying him this week." <laughs> it's just the way it goes. It doesn't yeah. always happen. I mean, sometimes you, you you go to bleed breaks and some you know you get you get a couple weeks you got to fix. It's just the way it is. Yeah. I mean, I, no. you too. Well, fuck. Sometimes you pressure up the fuel tank, and all of a sudden, uh, you got a little seepage there, and you yeah, got, you know, you got stuff. It's just the way it is. Things uh, are you, things are happening. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to officially torque an AN fitting. Could you imagine? I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. It's it's, <laughs> it's 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 just hard to officially torque an AN fitting to the point where it's perfectly good. It's not going to leak. I mean, it's just yeah. you, you you tighten it to uh, what you're experienced with, and and then and then test everything out, and then you you know you tighten up as needed. But anyway, yeah. go ahead. Sorry. Could you imagine if the client came the whole way from Tennessee for us to pop off that '68? And that fucker popped off, and it started clacking. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you saw our video, but uh, yeah, it was it was making all kinds of noise. It sounded like a rod knock. I mean, it started up first try, but it was a uh, yeah, it was definitely a rod knock sound, which we thought it, it was at first, but turns out it was just a little loose. Uh, it was the distributor cap fucking flopping around. Yeah, <laughs> because we, the fucking one pin broke off. Yeah. And we couldn't get one right away, so it it would have been a wasted trip. So it was fucking, it was nuts. Yeah, he would have drove the whole way here for that for nothing, basically. Yeah. So, but basically, what we're getting at here, you know, is these TV shows don't always show you everything. Well, not always; they never show you everything, and it skews reality for people, like especially people that want to get this shit done. You know, it puts a hurt on builders if that's what they're getting their information from. Because it takes time to do this stuff. And if you're watching things get built so fast on TV, it's skewing your reality of and your, your expectations of what builders and shops can do for you. And that's not good for anybody. And we didn't even talk about Meekum. Yeah, we didn't even get into that. Barrett Jackson. But it ain't worth talking about because we talked about that the other day. No. Last episode, we no. talked about the skewed reality of price tagging. And that's that's got, I'm sure, 90 fucking percent of it's got a lot to do with fucking TV and the fact that People are like, oh, well, this thing costs $5 and this thing costs $25 and my wheels are $17,000 and fucking. So my my Model A must be worth $65,000 <laughs> and it needs fully restored. <laughs> you know, talking about skewed reality, like, you know, it's just wiring. It can't be that difficult. Oh, Yeah. You know, we talk about wiring a lot in this fucking show because uh, we do a lot of wiring and we do a lot of wiring right, if I say so myself. And in order to do a lot of wiring right, we have to do a lot of wiring correctly. And in order to do wiring correctly, you have to wire a lot strategically. Yeah, kind of take your time. Take your time, 
fucking route shit where it's supposed to go. Go through everything. That way you have all the wires going down here, all the wires going down there. There's a lot of planning involved. Yeah. It's not just throwing it in there. Right. Yeah. That goes for fucking metal fab. That goes for shaping. That goes metal for floor pans. Especially, cause the, fucking the floor pans that we just did. Like, yeah, making the floor pans itself was the easy part. But getting it to the point where we know when we cut this metal, it's going to fit right. That's the fucking hard part. So there's a lot of planning involved. Yeah. There's a lot of forethought. Engineering. Mm-hmm. Just in f- floor pans. <laughs> well, you're trying to make you're trying to make uh, a flat piece of metal fit, and you're not trying to add metal to it. You're trying to make it all out of one piece to help keep the strength and structure and the whole fucking nine. Yeah, l- less welding. The more uh, one piece sheet metal you, you make, uh, the better. Yeah. So, but what I'm hoping that these TV shows go to are, is more like the YouTube shit, where when you go there, you you're there to to learn. I know TV's entertainment, but for fuck's sake, something's got to give here. Some of these, some of these big time shows that have a lot of pull, they need to, they need to be like, if they, if they're really trying to help people, they need to be like, this is why we do it. This is the product we use. Yeah, and this is why we do it. I feel like they they leave a lot on the table. Like they're afraid that if they give stuff away, that they're going to lose business, right? Or or, they're going to do it themselves. Yeah, or the people watching are do it themselves, and they're not no longer going to need them. Like that's not going to happen. No, <laughs> the, people don't have time to fucking build cars. No, even if they like, Ken Diggett showed you how to metal shape this this panel, or or, or prep the paint, or or if they if they if they tell you what chemicals they use for for prepping and and painting process and steps and all that kind of stuff, like the, the people watching, like. Even if they wanted to use all this, are they even going to be able to? Are they really going to take your business away from them? No. No. Well, here's the thing, man. Maybe they can't afford it, but their perspective on how to fucking do it has changed. Yeah, their perspective on how what they're watching is different. Yeah, they're like, okay, so... I can't afford what Bitchin' Rides is, is, has, has. I can't afford what Texas Metal is doing. I can't afford what fucking whatever's doing. Um, but I know that I this has this process has to happen, and that's going to make that car and that product that that guy's building or whatever yeah, that exactly. much fucking better. Exactly. That's gonna. That's gonna. If if they see that on. On Bishon rides and and they go to get their own car built through a different guy. Yeah, and he's not a, doing it. A local guy, and they, and they know that they're not doing this. Then they can bring that up. Like, why are you why are you doing this, and why am I getting screwed because you're not doing it this way, right? And why am why am I paying you know this amount of money when you're you're fucking half skipping steps? Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's not not only going to help them out, but help them out in a way that's not going to get them ripped off. I feel like that's. Win for the people. Win win for everybody. It's a win win for people who's watching, but people. Even if they were just to be like, we use this sandpaper, and then we use this sandpaper, and then we use this sandpaper, and then we come in with blocks and fucking this or that or whatever. You know, it's like watching a um, like a, a house flipping show. They get to learn on how this is done, so that when they're they're buying a, a home of their own. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to, like, 
help the overall yeah, automotive industry. Yeah. The more people know, the better because less people get ripped off. Yeah, then it's fucking. Then it's like like you, you're supposed to do it this way. Yeah, because it's the best for the car. It's all about the build exactly. to a T. Yeah, that's like this old house. If you're talking about building houses and shit, this old house, they fucking went into massive detail in this old house. Like, this is how you wire up the fucking outlet. This is how you fucking add an outlet. This is how you run wire through a wall. This is why we use this fucking spray foam or whatever. This is how to what, who, when, where, why, whatever. That's what that's what that's what the hot rod world needs is fucking this old house for hot rods. <laughs> Yeah. Is what needs to happen, this whole and that's what I hope happens. That's what, you know. That's it would be fucking co- like okay. We didn't even talk about Rust Valley Restores, those crazy bastards up in Canada. You know, <laughs> yeah. they they build some neat stuff, I guess. Um, but let's face it, man, you're like you want to talk about the Rust Belt. There's a lot of shit. Like, I love those guys. My fucking mother-in-law fucking watched that show, and she goes, nothing, she was nowhere near a car, car, car lady, car girl, car fucking guy, you know? But she loved watching that show. It was yeah, they were pure, it was great, yeah, mm-hmm. entertainment. But, you know, they cut a lot of corners, for, especially for being in a rust belt. Right. But they're only cutting corners because I think they're cutting corners. Not right. the next guy down the road. Yeah. But if they explain like, oh, we're not using this because of why. Mm-hmm. Or we're doing this because of whatever. Then it would help everything. Like you were saying, like, you you have the conversation about can you put mud directly to metal? Or do you put mud over top of fucking epoxy primer? You know? Um... This this guy could be like, yeah, we don't do it because we've never had that issue. If we prep and treat the metal with such and such product, we can do mud directly over top of the metal. Or, well, we use epoxy primer because guess what? We feel that it seals 100% of whatever the fuck's going on. And then we put mud on top of it. You know what I mean? Like right. that's- and, and to me, that I mean, that makes more sense. Like, seal the metal... Then, then do body work, but you know that it's everybody has their own opinion on that. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, so you know, then you then you have the like, yeah, it doesn't contain water or anything, but that little that little container of activator or hardener that goes into it, it says right on the fucking thing, as far as ingredients go, like four percent water. Or 10% water, or 20% water. So it's like, when you add that to that, you're adding water to it. Right. You know? Right. It's a small amount, but it's, you're still adding water. Yes. You're, 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 you're saying that it's not going to have water on it or in it because of whatever, but then you're physically mixing water into it. Yeah. That's another that, topic that's for kind of, another fucking episode. Well, it is, yes. But that, that that's a, that's a you know, reason why... Shows should be getting into that kind of stuff. Cause yeah. What's just, it going to fucking hurt? 
Yeah. What the fuck is it going to hurt? But I guess on that note, we're going to wrap this fucking episode up. Hopefully you stuck around this long and you enjoyed what you had to hear and uh, you enjoyed the left turns and the right turns and the coming back into town. <laughs> A lot of those this episode. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but uh, appreciate you guys listening. Check us out on all the social media outlets. Um, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Get on our website. You can uh, you can find anything and everything IBF Hot Rods related. And um, we have a, a closed group on Facebook that we're we're starting to bring into the world of um, it's going to be everything. It's all about the build with a little bit of IBF Hot Rods wrapped up into it. Yes, yeah, so join and uh, share share what you got going on. Yeah, we're, uh, we're interested in hearing what you got. You can get on there, and uh, we're still looking for guests. As soon as I figure out how to get the guest voice into this world <laughs> that we have here, um, because everybody that we want to interview is, uh, what do they say, remote? Not in the same building, so... Yeah, so if you have any uh, recommendations, drop us a line. Yeah, or if you know how to fucking do it, message me, and I'll call you, and you can tell me how to fucking do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're shooting from the hip here, fellas and ladies. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, follow us on all those social media outlets. The more you follow, the more the algorithm hits, the more we can show everything off, the more we can continue to fucking do this. You know, we're doing this for entertainment purposes and informative purposes all at the same time. And we're trying to build, we're trying to build a brand here that we're hoping that brings, uh, information and entertainment to people. That's all like us and, and you guys that are listening. Thank you so much for following. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I'm Elliot Slack. And I'm Randy. Randy, Randy Bonnie, you got anything to close on or No, I don't no, I'm I'm good. Um No, that's pretty much it. All right. Laramie's in here hooting and hollering if you can hear her in the background. Um but yeah. This one goes out to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um uh, like and share. Make sure to comment on these. And if you're listening on Spotify, make sure you uh give us a five star rating. Um, if you're listening in on iHeartRadio or fucking Apple Podcast or, or, or not Apple Podcast, Apple whatever, music, Amazon Music, we're on fucking everything. Whatever you're listening to. If you're on MySpace, still, we're not on there. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you're listening to, however you find us, if you can rate and review us, that'd be awesome, man. Give us five stars. Love you guys. This one goes out to you guys. Thanks for listening. Until next week, episode 15's over and out. Thanks for listening. Later on. Thanks for listening to this episode of It's All About the Build podcast. Please comment and let us know your thoughts. Subscribe to the channel to follow along. And if you haven't already, check out our Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok to keep up with what we have going on every week. Thank you all for listening.